Let us pray. Dear Father God who art in heaven, Yahweh who lives in me, I want to thank you for today. Thank you for your mercy and grace. Thank you for my family and friends. Thank you for the podcast and listeners. In the name of Jesus, I ask you to continue to bless me with your mercy and grace. To bless me with guidance and perseverance. To bless me with wisdom and faith. And you allow me to be a vessel that you speak through. That I can be an example to those who don't understand. To those who need help. For those who need hope. And in the power. And the peace. And in prayers. With love. Amen. This is Blair, your cancer care bear. No hair, don't care. All faith, no fear. And welcome again to The Vibe. I first want to thank all of the listeners from beginning to the episode one to today, episode 23, for tuning in. Even for a minute, I take a lot of pride in those who takes the time to check me out, to hear me out, because I am not famous. I'm not going to say I have a lot of notoriety. You know, I am on all streaming platforms, but I am just a unorthodox individual. I'm not going to say that I'm regular. I'm not going to say that I'm normal. I'm not going to say that I'm simple or basic. I am just a person, an individual with a view, with an experience. And like I always mention in my shows before I am just your cancer care bear I am someone who enjoys enjoys the perspective of others I am someone who has something to say now granted it's not always warranted but I'm always going to have something to say and I just want to thank you all for being patient with me Because I haven't been as consistent as I would like to be. You know, life happens. And when you are strictly independent, doing things, everything yourself, a lot of times it can be a little hard. But, hey, I just want to take that moment to thank you all. One day it it will be rewarded. All I can give you right now is a thank you. Because, you know, podcasts been around for... For a long time now, but it's still it's still it's still small compared to other markets. But it's growing. It's a growing market. I don't have a scripture for you all today, but I do. I do have a message, and hopefully by the end of that end of this episode, you will get the message. 
you know, I just wanted to come up here to talk about something. And I do do my podcasts the same day that they are released. Only because the timeline, the time frames in between. I'm not going to say that they are rushed. When they are done, I do make sure that they sound good, sound well to my liking. Because me being a podcast listener, a fan of a lot of great podcast shows, I try to go back and listen to my episodes and see if that's something that I would like to hear. And I don't and I can't compare mine to anybody else's because we all use different softwares and audios and production how it's done. But hopefully at least one person one person gets something out of it because I'm more so of yes, I want the sound quality to be great. You know, I want the I want to, people to engage in it. And like I always say, you know, this podcast is for you. We are sharing this podcast. That's why I always insist on getting suggestions, requests, and questions. Half the time, most of the time, I do not. So I just provide and talk about what I talk about. There's been a little, there's been shifting, reshiftings, rebranding of the show. And I don't even like to call it a show. I just like to call it just like, you know, hey, just call it a series. You know, because like I said, again, I'm not famous. Don't nobody know me but my friends and family. And, you know, even with that, sometimes it can be a little difficult. But my bottom line is this. You know, it is Saturday, the 24th of April. And since my last episode, we have lost more people. Rest in peace, Black Rob. Rest in peace, Shock G. And Rest in peace to those who else have not been mentioned. We have. See, I don't watch the news. Because it's just so negative. You know, we had a. 15 year old girl. Who had recently. Lost their life. And. What was her name? I believe it was. In Ohio. And. I I believe. I want to say. Makia Bryan. I think that's her name. This was in Ohio. And the police shot her because 
they felt threatened that she was going to, you know, stab them. Now, and I missed some of the video. All I know about the story is she was getting jumped by some girls and she called the police and police came and she was she was a little hostile and she got shot moments later. You know, somebody's child is dead. And the thing about that is just, just, I want to say maybe a day, a day before the verdict for the killing of George Floyd was made. Derek Chauvin, he been convicted of being guilty. I don't want to get too much deep into this, but it was just certain things where I see the patterns where it's like, okay, now there's a verdict after a year of of this going on. So we have a a cop who just killed a black man, got convicted. And then day day later another killing now like I said I'm not I'm not gonna say whether it was justified or not as far as the killing of the 16 year old girl I mean if a 16 year old girl is coming at me trying to stab me me as a police officer I can only empathize but so much but me as a police officer I don't know the whole pros and cons of Ohio police, but if you have a taser, if you have it, like there, there's, I would, would try my best to avoid it. But I'm, but again, it's kind of hard to say what one would do when they're not in that situation, because I see a lot of people. You know, outraging, talking about this and saying, you know, you know, yes, it's a tragedy that another black innocent life has been taken from their family, taken from their loved one due to police. I seen people say it was just I seen black folks say that was justified and whether it was justified or not. All I know is somebody lost their life. And, you know, it's traumatizing for me. You know, I have children. My son is four. And my, my woman, my significant other, has children. Her children. You know, and I have a, nine-year-old and there's people who had passed you know who've been killed at younger ages by police you know everything's not reported on the news but you know when you live in the in a hood when you live in certain communities you see stuff like this every day so you become 
You know, you become jaded and desensitized by it. But it's always uncomfortable. It's always uncomfortable because it's like, man, you know, when you have empathy, because emotions is like telepathy. You know, you can get sad, you can get angry, you can be happy. And when you're around that, when you're around that type of energy, you know, it becomes contagious because you might, like, especially with someone that you care about, you know, I can only imagine what the parents and the loved ones are going through. Because, again, it's not a matter of fact whether it was justified or not. It's just they lost someone. This young lady was getting, was in a fight and she was, she needed help. And whether or not she was trying to stab the police or not, She's no longer here. She was getting jumped. And, you know, I just think about it. I just think about this stuff. I think about these things where it's like, you know, hey, I never really had an incident with the police. I've been in cuffs. You know, I've been in the back of a squad car, but I never had an incident where I felt racially profiled. You know, I never felt like somebody was racially profiling me. I never felt like somebody, you know, was trying to disrespect me or be racist. But it's but I still have emotions where I feel for this person because I think about like, well, just like me, I'm I don't do anything. I never know the backstory of these encounters with black people and the police I don't never know the backstory all I know is what is the news show me the news tells me and the point of the matter is this I believe a lot of the stories more so than I want to that a lot of these people a lot of my fellow black folks are being Killed over nothing. You know, I have I have family that that works for government and in law enforcement. You know, that's not a good feeling that you know someone hates you because of what another person that represents your you know livelihood does, but it's like. I am just tired. You know, we are finally putting mental health on the forefront, on the pedestal, as it should be, because I promise you, during slavery, during the civil rights, you know, movement and that wasn't even the case you know we you know there I don't think there was people talking to us about their traumas and about their emotional issues but it's an issue for me it's an issue for me 
that me being a man of God, a man of if empathy, who has emotions for just people in general, just for human beings, that this is an ongoing war. I'm proud. I'm proud of the skin I'm in. Though I do not want to go through struggles, I am happy that I have the struggle that I have because it builds up certain characteristics that I need to have in order to survive even longer in this world. I, I'm I'm not gonna lie and say sometimes I get scared for my life. Sometimes I get scared, you know, for my children. Because I helped raise children. You know, I had you know my daughter from my previous marriage who I helped raise, you know, she is biracial. But we already know how America feel about that. If you, it's like for the white supremacists, if you mixed, you're black. But that's how a lot of black people feel too. If you're not all black, then you know you're, it doesn't matter. But it's, it's like for me being a man of empathy. I feel, I feel for the family because I have children. And I also have a sense of awareness that it could have been me. It's, it wasn't, but it's still like, hey, this happened to someone. Like I said, with George Floyd, you know, with Trayvon Martin, um, to me, right, like with all with all that, it's like you know, over nothing. It's like why, Breonna Taylor. It's like why, like this. These are people who minding their business, and whether or not they wasn't or not, it's still like you know, are there is there is is shooting the is are you shooting to kill, or are you are you trying to shoot to stop? For all my for all my police officers that may come across this, what is it? Are we are do y'all shoot to kill or do y'all shoot to stop? And if you do and if you are shooting to stop, why can't you use why do you gotta use such excessive force? A gun should be the last resort. But again, I'm not a cop to say what the requirements are. I just know that there has to be a, a, a point where, like, I don't agree with gun violence. A lot of a lot of people, a lot of my fellow black folks say, you know, having a gun is self-care. You know, me, I understand, but I'm not really a gun person. You know, I held guns. You know, I shot a gun before, but it, like I said, I'm not a gun person. That's something that I'm like trying. Like I don't, I don't, I don't feel it's necessary. And it's not because in a, ne- it's not even in a negative way. 
Like, I know that there could be, hey, there's benefits from it. And there's also negatives from it. You know, I'm, I'm someone who's optimistic, sometimes pessimistic, but I always look at the brightest side of things. And that's just the God in me. But I said I was going to, I'll say by the end of this episode, I would get to the message. So my message today is no matter what you're doing in life, no matter what your job is, no matter what you have plans, is think about Worst, worst case scenario. Think about the worst case scenario that could happen in any situation you get in. You know, I know a lot of us have the what would Jesus do banner. A lot of people just, you know, something. And even if, and, you know, I always look at how, how the most negative situation can get worse. And how the most negative situation can get better. I believe in de-escalating situations. I believe that, you know, some things require matched energy. But for me, personally, and the thing that I seen, thing that I heard, thing that I witnessed myself. Emotions are contagious. Emotions are tele- telepathic. That's why we call it empathy. Because empathy isn't always, you know, good. It can be used as bad as well because it's like if I'm angry and I'm expressing my anger all across the street and stuff, people are going to have empathy for me and they're going to feel that. They're going to under, they're gonna they're gonna catch that. Okay, do I have to? We can go to the definition. The ability to understand and share the feelings of another. So, if I'm angry, if I'm scared, that's going to be transferred. Like energy can never die; it's just transferred from one part to the next. That's what spirits are. You know, when you have trauma and then you are bursting it out, you and you and you actually have compassion for people, you have empathy for people, you understand like you're gonna share some of that trauma, you're gonna understand and feel for that person, whether you agree with it or not. So I just I just want to just wanted to share that. Like I'm really at a point where I'm just I um I don't like so I don't look at the news. I don't want to hear nothing else. Like I just really want to I'm I'm like I said, I am in a relationship like many relationships, it has its problems. But the fight the problems aren't bigger than the victory. What I'm aiming for, the problems that me and my companion have, 
they're minor compared to what we're aiming for. We have to get to that point, though. But it's all about empathy. You know, it's, it's you know that's why we have to always have understand that when you're in a relationship, any type of relationship, you're in business, court, um, companionship, friendship, we have to have empathy. Not to say we have to sit here and you know, agree all the time, not sitting here saying we have to do what somebody says all the time, but we have to show some type of understanding that you can't misjudge this person. You can't misjudge this situation based on your feelings. You know, feelings are gauges, not guides. There's a reason why you might feel that way. And if you feel that way, you have to, you know, get it, you know, checked. Because I'm going to tell you, everything is a spirit. And if we're walking around here angry all the time, how do you expect this person to not be angry? If you're, if you're, if, if you're a police officer and you're, and you're afraid for your life, you think that the person who you're afraid of isn't going to end up being afraid as well, especially when it's a situation like this. Because I know what's going on. I'm like, I'm be like, man, I like, so I don't have, I never had trouble with the law or anything, but it's like, I know that there are people out here who might not like me because of the skin that I'm in. And whether you're a cop or not, I'm always going to be on that. I'm always going to be on that pessimistic side. I'm going to walk and carry, carry God with me everywhere I go. I'm going to trust that. But even with God, you know, God, God knows that only he is fair. He, there's going to be some things that we go through that is not out of his control, but it's, these are things that's going to happen. Because everybody else has this notion. My faith is going to keep me alive. My trust in God is going to keep me alive. My faith in God is going to keep me alive. So it's very dangerous a lot of times to be open-minded and pessimistic and lukewarm. But I believe that because I know that God has me. It's going to keep me alive. And whether I, whether I die, getting murdered out here in the streets for whatever reason, I know that it will be his purpose. My purpose will, I will live out my purpose is what I'm trying to say. I will live out my purpose before I die. And sometimes... That's not always a physical thing. I'm not speaking in a physical man. I'm speaking in a spiritual man. But but bottom line is we have to we have to keep that in mind that our emotions are telepathic. So blessed ones, please. As you all continue to be safe, stay prosperous, productive, and positive. Because this world is only temporary, but you cannot go around 
trying to dictate that. You got to protect yourself, but there's ways to that I'm that I that I can't like. It's I strongly believe in. May God be with me when I say this. I strongly believe that there are ways to protect yourself without having to end someone else's life. If there, if it's, if the only time, the only time me personally, I feel like it is justified because when you feel threatened, you feel threatened, you know, you feel threatened. You got to, do what you gotta do to protect yourself to keep yourself from being unthreatening but if someone don't come into your home cause that is the place where you supposed to be most safe is your home it's all fair when you're at home but again I'm different this is just my this is just how I feel me personally I don't even put certain things in the universe, but I know that we all, like I say, as a parent, we have our, we have our thoughts as well, but I will keep that to myself. But if someone is not in your home, pretty much in your whole, I'm not, and I'm going to be, and I'll be fair to say even in your space, but there are ways, there are ways to avoid certain things from happening. But again, it's a, it's an emotion. Emotions are contagious. That's why a lot of times I try, like that's why I can't be around people. Sometimes because I start having. Sometimes I'll have certain emotions that goes through me that I'm that I'm ashamed to even have. Because I'm like, well, you know, this person, whether this person is a child. While this person might be, you know, you know, have a mental disorder, whether this person is, you know, it's like it's just certain things because it's again I'm a person. You know, don't allow the world or society to tell you you're wrong for feeling a certain way. I mean, you can feel bad for, but don't like. There's reasons why we all have certain emotions. We gotta get to the bottom of it. But again, it's contagious. But like again, this world will not allow you to blame anyone else. After you get to a certain point in your life, whether you're in, like whether you become an adult or not, or whether you have a position, particular job, this world will not allow you to blame anybody else. For the thing that you do. And maybe that. And maybe that's fair. But I do believe. I do believe that. We have a responsibility. To love one another. To look out for each other. White, black, yellow, red. Doesn't matter. Because life is what you make it, and this world is ours. Whether you have certain faiths, beliefs or not, we're sharing a world. We're sharing a space. We don't always have to get along. But we have to remember that.
we are not the creator. So it is not our duty to take someone else's life. I don't care what you think they deserve. Because we all want some empathy. If we do something wrong, we're all going to want that same empathy. We're all going to want someone to be by our side when we do something wrong. I don't care what anyone say. That's one thing that I strongly believe that we are going to need somebody. So we got to do our best to be the best people that we can be. If you have an issue, and if you don't want to say it to them, if you can't address it to them, don't say nothing. You don't have to get on social media and tell somebody how much you hate something or how much you hate somebody. Just leave it be. But again, I'm just a man with a view, with an experience. This is Blair, and I'm out.